Hello, world. This is Blackstone Finn with the unusual event of the Victories and Failings episodes. I want to apologize. I told you that I would be doing it more frequently, and then I disappeared. So, yes, this podcast is still alive, <laughs> barely breathing. It's still here. It's been resuscitated. I've just been really, really busy doing other things, all good things. But I do want to talk briefly today about fitness. So I mentioned that the Victories and Failings uh, kind of little mini-series is about, um, it's about what worked and what didn't as I'm a creative person, a writer, trying to make it in the literary world. Um, so today I want to talk about fitness and how much that helps me and how it can hinder me. So... When I am writing, I find the best thing I can do is go swimming. I mean, seriously, like, it's really weird. I get into the pool, you know, I have to have to get all ready and go and convince myself to go. But once I'm there and get in the pool and warm up, um, and I do a lot of uh, kind of the aerobics in the pool, so not just doing laps, but actually working with different floaty devices that allow you to kind of do push-pull exercises in the pool. And um, my mom used to do those classes, and I used to make fun of her, but it's actually a really good workout. So I do that, and then when I, after I get in some good aerobic workout and feel my muscles kind of getting tired, I just do some easy laps, and I might put in a podcast or some music, generally some music, because I'm not putting my head underwater at this point, and I will actually just listen to something. And the coolest thing ever is, um, I think I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but last year, when I was um, working on some very intense chapters, and I was in the pool listening to Virginia Woolf's writing diaries, and it was just like, I don't know, something happened where maybe it's because my body was really relaxed, but something about just being in the water and listening to what she thought about writing and her experience of writing, kind of the things that she and Leonard Wolf went through when they would publish something. It's when I was in an editing stage. I remember that. I was editing and I was very kind of stressed about that and worried and it's just really hard. I Editing your own stuff, I would not recommend it. Definitely have somebody help you. Um, but I just had all these great ideas come into my head and it just, I just felt so elated and affirmed in what I was doing. And, and it was almost like, this is going to sound kind of, you know, woo woo, but it was almost like I was having a conversation with Virginia Woolf. And I think that's one of the beauties of, of reading and writing is that we can connect with people's experiences across time. Of course, it's not a conversation, but um, with good writers, it can feel like a conversation. You feel connected to what they're saying, and it springs up new ideas, and um, it's just a, a really positive thing. So definitely when I'm in the pool, I've had some very good creative energy come up and Sometimes I'll write, I'll have to literally like run out of the pool and write something down because I know that I've come up with a new scene or a line of dialogue or 
an image will strike into my brain and I'll be like, wow, I got to, I got to capture that sky that day or remember that bird song or something like that. Um, it's a really great experience. So there's that. So swimming is a very, I think as a writer, my personal experience is that swimming is, um, something that's very positive. I would say there's a big victory there. When I swim, it improves my writing. It improves my creative flow. Now, a failing on exercise, in contrast, is, um, number one, when I don't do it. So if I am in a very intense writing stage in my writing novels and stories, I can work for hours. I can stand in front of the computer, and I used to do this when I worked in high tech as well. I can just stand at the computer and do my work for hours and the time, I forget about the time, I'm just in it, I don't get distracted, I just laser beam focus on what I'm doing and I get it done. And then I look up at the clock and realize, oh my goodness, I have to go to the restroom or I'm hungry or something and it's, you know, five, six hours later. So when those things happen, when I don't set an alarm or don't take an intentional break, when I lose my body awareness, basically, because in those moments, I'm so in my head that I've lost my body awareness. I'm just in my brain, I'm doing the work, I'm zeroed in. And it's great. And it's productive. But it's also really hard on the body. So I would say the failing is when I don't fit in exercise. So when I have days where I'm just writing, 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 or it can be work, right? Just working, working, working in the office or on a project at home or whatever that can get really bad. And then my body starts to tense up and I'm sure there's more oxidative stress going on, more cortisol, all the bad stuff's happening, you know, not hydrating enough, all those bad things are happening. So number one failing around exercise is when I don't do it. The second failing with exercise would be when I overdo it. So being a somewhat type A personality, um, I can tend to jump into something like CrossFit and go hard and fast and get injured. So I noticed that um, with exercise, I have to kind of dial it back. And uh, like right now, I just started this month, I started doing the Couch to 5K program. So you may have heard about this. Couch to 5K is literally just that. It's a program of running that allows you to get into running shape so that you can do a 5k race in the course of about nine weeks, I think. And you can find this on the internet. There's all kinds of websites and videos and things. But the whole idea is that you incrementally build up your body and you build up your strength and you start out really easy. Like you might look at it and kind of, kind of laugh going, that's not even exercise. But it's like you run for a minute and then you walk for a minute and a half. And then, of course, you got to warm up first. And then you do this, you do the cycle of walking and running. But I do jogging, so I'm people actually can walk faster than I jog right now. <laughs> so for me, it's walking and jogging. But anyway, so you do the you do that routine eight times. And then do a cool down of like three minutes, I think, a kind of a slow down walk. 
So your heart rate is basically going up and down, but the other benefit of the, um, so it's kind of like a little bit of interval training, I guess, maybe. And then it builds up gradually over the course of the weeks. I've always wanted to do a race. I have never done a road race. I've never entered a road race. I've watched movies about it. I've watched these really funny movies about, (laughs) I can't remember the name of one that I really like so much where she enters a marathon. It's great. I'm not going to enter a marathon, let me be clear. I just want to do a 5K. So the training takes about nine weeks, and it is hard. I mean, one of the reasons that it's slow, not only to help you get in shape in a healthy and incremental way, but also um, your tendons, your bones, your muscles. Um, when you're running, especially on pavement, it takes a while for your for the body to adjust. So... I really like this. And I'm actually, um, I decided to repeat week one. I looked at week two and it only goes up by, I think, 30 seconds. I think it's like running for a minute 30 instead of a minute. But I actually, um, I'm going to just repeat week one again because I really want to make sure that I've got that foundation in my joints and my bones and you know, a little a little older now. So I try to recognize where I need to be gentle and where I can go all out. So um, anyway, I'm really enjoying that and had a very busy, productive day today, but then made sure that I did my little eight run cycles and uh, it was fun. Get all sweaty. It hurts a little bit. You know, I think my knees are... uh, Yeah, my knees are definitely older than they used to feel, Um, but running on pavement is difficult, so I like the fact that it's building up slowly. So um, that would be my negative on fitness, is that I can tend to overdo it when I do do it. If I don't do it, it's bad, but if I do do it, I need to make sure that I don't overdo it and hurt my body. So It's really good discipline for me to practice this. It's almost like a meditation. Like I might even feel stronger and want to run farther. It's like I've got my little timer and the beeper goes off and I'm like, oh, no, that's it. And so I'm timing myself on these intervals and um, it's great. So I would highly recommend that if you've always been curious about running or you just want to try a race or whatever, always been curious about it. check out the couch to 5k. It is a pretty logical and I think it's a a good way to be successful if you want to try being a runner. Now, of course, a 5k that I enter, I can easily just walk it. Um, But I want to be able to, you know, I know I'll get competitive when I'm there. So I certainly don't want to enter a race and then be like, you know, rolling on the pavement after. So, um, I'm trying to build up so that I can be a healthy competitor and also, um, just get a lot of fun out of it and enjoyment. And hopefully there, there will be some friends there to cheer me on. So, um, so that's going on. And I would like to say too, that one important thing about fitness is what I eat. So I try to make sure that I eat two hours before I work out. And if I can't do that, then I make sure that I at least have some protein powder or amino acids or something, something in my stomach, even if it's like two almonds and a piece of fruit or something like that, at least half an hour before I do something. 
um, because otherwise I'll just burn out. Now I know that it is possible and I have done it before where you're almost fasting and working out. That's, mm, I don't think I'm going to do that so much anymore at my age, but, um, I'll tell you, fitness is like, it's really important to me. And when I say fitness, I mean, just doing something every day, whether it's taking a walk, going for a hike, lifting weights, um, doing push-ups, burpees, swimming, uh, you know, basically riding your bike to the store to get groceries, anything that you can do, uh, to keep the body moving instead of standing in one place or running between meetings or whatever it is that you're doing during the day. A lot of people I know have standing desks now, and I think that's really great. Another trick to work fitness into your day is, uh, and I do this, I used to do this a lot when I was in the office, but it works when I'm working from home as well. Um, drink a lot of water because if I drink a lot of water, then I'm going to have to, at some point realize that I have to pee. And then that's going to make me walk somewhere to go to the bathroom. (laughs) So, um, that's also a good thing to just keep your body moving. Or you could, um, you know, if you have one of those Fitbit bands or something like that, you can set a little timer or just a timer on your desk and, you know, just do a squat, just do an air squat. Now I'm telling you these things on this podcast. These are all things I need to do because like I said, if I'm in my head and I'm writing, I'm outside of time almost. It is the weirdest thing. So I have to incorporate fitness into my writing days and more importantly into my editing days because when I'm editing, um, my brain just gets really, I mean, it just is very taxing. Um, It's interesting when I'm doing the creative writing, my body and my emotions feel like they're getting a workout. But when I am editing, it's my eyes and my brain and my head that's getting the workout. So exercise can help all of those things. Um, So those are the victories and failings around fitness, the ones that I can think of right now that I think are the most important. And, um, I hope that everyone is doing well. I hope that this might help you in your creative endeavor, whatever that is, whether it's writing or singing or painting or drawing or building an empire, whatever it is you're doing creatively, I hope that this helps you. I hope you're doing well and ciao for now until next time.